Okay, good morning. Uh, vacation is right around the corner or hours away. I'd like to this morning talk about making berachot on seeing the wonders of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world. Uh, but most specifically, at least for this class, to focus on oceans and rivers and waterfalls and matters of that sort. As the Mishnah in Masechet Berachot and Daf Nun Dalid Amud Aleph has the following statement, says, Al-Heharim ve'al ha'gevaot, on mountains and on valleys, of course, and we're not going to focus on this, but on significant ones, on out-of-the-norm valleys and mountains, ve'al ha'yamim, and on uh, seas, ve'al ha'neharot, and on rivers, ve'al ha'midbarot, and on deserts, omer, a person should say the beracha, baruch oseh ma'aseh bereshit, of course, with shemu malchut, it's hakadosh baruch Hu, we're praising you, for uh, creating, for bringing forth Ma'aseh Bereshit, creation. Now, these are wonderful sights to behold. These are situations which are rare and significant, and as a result, a beracha is in place. The halacha is that it's only, and specifically, if you haven't seen that place or been present in that area within 30 days, but that's the beracha to be said. Rabbi Uda Omer, Rabbi Uda continues, not disagreeing per se, but uh, explaining further that if a person sees Hayam Hagadol, which will be a lot of our conversation this morning, what is Yam Hagadol, the great sea? Omer, a person should say, Baruch She'asa et Hayam Hagadol, not the uh, general Berachav, but a more specific one, Baruch Hashem She'asa et Hayam Hagadol. You created, you brought forth Hayam Hagadol. What is the Yam Hagadol? What's the grand and great? Um, river or ocean, not river, ocean or sea that's being referred to by the Bihuda. First and foremost, just to be noted that the initial statement, that of Tanakamav, the Hachamim, is all inclusive. She'asa ma'aseh bereshit is similar to the Berachav she'hakol, is the way the poskim say it. Even though ideally on these uh, on these olives I should be saying ha'etz, if I said she'hakol, that counted, that works. Would be effective in any of these circumstances. What about that unique Berachav, She'asat Yam Hagadol? What's Yam Hagadol? Move backwards a little bit, starting with the words of Shohan Aruch in Siman Resh Kafhet. In Resh Kafhet Aleph, Shohan Aruch writes the following Al Yamim Uneharot, Harim Uvaot Midbarot. These were the words in the Mishnah. Omer, a person should say, Baruch Hashem. So far, clean and simple. What about on the Great Sea? What's that? What's a Yam HaGadol? It is the Mediterranean Sea. In such a circumstance, you say, Is that the Mediterranean to the exclusion of the Pacific, the Atlantic, and the Indian? Is it the Mediterranean in addition to? Is there a reason the Mediterranean is known as the Yam HaGadol as opposed to others? Uh, no simple answers to any of this, but I'll scale it back a bit. Maran, Rabbi Yosef Karo, in his commentary to tour called Bet Yosef, right here in Siman Resh Kafhet, cites first from Sheilotu Teshubot HaRosh, and then from the commentary of Talmidera Benu Yonah there in Masechet Berachot and Daf Nundalet. Uh, when it comes to the words of Rosh, there's a dispute as to the proper version. Maran had a, interestingly, a scribal error in the version of his uh, Teshubah from Rosh. Uh, Rabbi Mazuz in his Bait Ne'eman Chelekal Siman Kafdalit elaborates on this point, but many of the poskim do. Uh, if you read the words of Rosh as they should be, 
he seems to be telling us you specifically and only make the beracha on the Okeanos, which means the Pacific, the Atlantic, the ocean which spans the expanse of the world, as opposed to and uh, to the exclusion of not the Yam HaTichon, not the Mediterranean Sea. Maran's version of Rosh seemed to be the opposite, at the very least that you say it on the Mediterranean. Talmidei Rabbeinu Yonah and Masechet Berachot are explicit that you make the Berachav She'asat HaYam HaGadol on all great seas and oceans. Uh, Maran's words then are somewhat cryptic, taking this all into account. First and foremost, he seems to be quoting from Rosh, again, the wrong version of Rosh, as it appears to be, but his statement is you make the beracha specifically of Hayam HaGadol on the Mediterranean. Mishnah Biran, others suggest, maybe because that's the sea which is mentioned in the Torah. Does that mean it's to the exclusion of other seas and oceans? Maran HaChida and his Sheilot Shushvot Hayim She'al, first and foremost, states clearly that the halacha is this berachav she'asad Hayam HaGadol could and should be said on all great seas and oceans. And as a result, it's the Pacific and the Atlantic and the Indian, and as well, Maran is telling us, the Mediterranean, even though it's smaller and it's a little bit less significant, it too is a part of it. That's one uh, suggestion. Mishnah Berurah quotes from many poskim that, who maintain that you only say it not as Maran says, but rather on the Pacific, the Atlantic, and the Indian. After all, those are great. Those are grand. What's the significance of the Mediterranean? If anything, Maran, Yosef Karo, was basing himself on a faulty wording in Rosh, and as a result, they have the opposite extreme. You only make the Berachav, She'asat Hayam HaGadol, on the Pacific, the Atlantic, the Indian, what they call the Okeanus. So we have, again, first opinion is you'd say it on the Mediterranean and all other seas and oceans. Other opinion is only on great and grand, widespread, um, or long, uh, long uh, spanning uh, oceans and seas. Uh, then there is a, a significantly kafa hayim, Aruch HaShulchan says this whole difficulty in pinpointing what Maran's opinion gets us a little bit nervous, and therefore writes kafa hayim saif katan, Hey, you should never say the Berachav She'asat Hayam HaGadol. Why not? Because maybe Maran meant to say, or maybe Maran is quoting from Rosh, who maintains it specifically on the oceans. But on the other hand, maybe it's the Mediterranean Sea specifically. I have a Safik Berachot. Don't say that Beracha ever. Just say She'asa Ma'ase Bereshit. It's a little bit confusing. We have all different opinions on this matter as to when to say the Beracha of She'asa Et Hayam HaGadol and La Halacha Le Ma'ase. Go ahead. Well, maybe you're saying it, of course you say it on the oceans are the only sea that's the exception. Right. That would be 100%. The strong, the, the, the easy way to claim on this is like, is, is, as Mishnah Berurah says, on the great oceans you say She'asa Et Hayam Hagadol. On the Mediterranean, there's a safek, you won't say it over there. Lahalacha, uh, the poskim are split on this matter. Or Lesion, that's Cham Benziona, Bashaul, Birkat Hashem, that's Rabbi Moshe Levi, among many others, maintain like you, Bobby. They claim that you should only say the Berachav She'asat Hayam Hagadol on the greater oceans and seas. On the Mediterranean, don't say it. Hacham Ovadia Yosef, however, in his Hazon Ovadyan, Tu Bishvat and Berachot, maintains you make it even on the Mediterranean, as Shohan Aruch says. So it means you'd make the Berachav She'asat Hayam HaGadol on the Mediterranean 
and on any of those other oceans. And that indeed is halakha uh, on this matter, following Maran HaKhidar Bihaim Yosef David Azulai, a person could and should say the Berachav She'asat Hayam HaGadol when seeing any of the great oceans, but in addition, seeing the Mediterranean Sea. What about seeing the uh, Kineret in Israel? What about seeing Yam HaMelach and things of that sort? On that, those matters as well, there's a the dispute. When it comes to the Kineret, generally speaking, we maintain, you say, Ose Ma'ase Bereshit which is an interesting thing, which means if I'm flying over Israel and arriving at Israel, I could have said the beracha of when I went over the Mediterranean or the Pacific, and then when I see the kineret, I'll then say... I can get two berachot just from flying in the airplane. Uh, what about Yam HaMelach? Do you say it on that one as well? Well, Shohan Aruch in, Sa- in Saif Bet quotes from the Gemara in Berachot and Dafnun Tet that we only make these berachot when they're not man-made or when they haven't been manipulated. It's Bereshit. It sounds as if it's all the way back. It's been like this. Quoting from different narratives that seem to uh, deal with this in the Torah and in the Mefarshah Torah, the Yam HaMelach may have developed afterwards. And if it have developed afterwards, over the course of time, maybe with some human involvement, Safek Berachot says, Chacham Ovadia Yosef, not to say on Yam HaMelach, although there's a dispute even on that, we wouldn't say Bereshit on that. I will just tell you that I've been twice to a place called Gibraltar. Gibraltar borders, uh, well, Morocco on one side and Spain on the other side. And if you go through the, the sea, uh, you pass an area which is called the Straits of Gibraltar. Straits of Gibraltar is where the Mediterranean and the That's Atlantic that. meet one another. It's at that place that I have wholeheartedly, with full confidence, said the Berachav, no safek at all any longer. You have the Mediterranean, the strict reading of Maran. You have the Atlantic, the other, I have them both at once. Easy. I had many students, and I tried to explain this. So I confused them all, but I told them at the very least, say the berachav she'asat hayam hagadol. What about on waterfalls and things of that sort? It's not a sea. It's not an ocean. It's not the Mediterranean. It's not the Pacific. It's not the Atlantic. En Gedi, Niagara Falls, etc. Give me one second on that. Uh, so the halakha on waterfalls is it's never explicitly addressed. I'm not 100% certain, certain why, but in this book, Vizota Beracha, it quotes from Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky that the halakha would be on waterfalls that they don't fall under the qualification of seas or rivers or oceans, and as a result, you wouldn't make the beracha on that unless you could determine that the water that leads up to it is part of a larger ocean. A part of a, We wouldn't make a beracha, even though it's a little bit of a, a anticlimactic type of experience because this is, I mean, in my opinion, Niagara Falls is beautiful, it's, 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 it's breathtaking. Nonetheless, Safik Berachot, we wouldn't make a Berachot. What about on lakes and rivers that are, well, not mentioned, they're not oceans per se, they're not the Mediterranean. Saif Bet in Shohan Aruch, he writes, Lo al kol neharot mevarech. You don't make on all rivers. Ela al arba'a neharot dikhtive bekra. You only make on the, the neharot, on the rivers that are explicit in Parashat Bereshit. Kemo hidekel, uprat, pishon, gihon. Those four are the only four you would make it on. The poskim, however, do on this matter suggest that these are paradigms. These are the four that are mentioned in the Pesukim. You can be a little bit more expansive provided that you're certain that it hasn't been man-made. Provided that you have some way of 
being certain or somewhat certain that this is a natural river uh, and it's a grand and great one. That would be the halakha in such a circumstance. In short, halakha l'ma'aseh, just summarizing, if a person will be to be traveling and they haven't seen the ocean in 30 days, you see, if you're spending the summer on the Jersey Shore, you're not making a beracha every time you pass the water. The first time you can make the beracha on the water, after that, it's only within 30 days you have, that you haven't seen it. So every 30 days, if you don't live too close to it, you can make the if it's the Atlantic or the Pacific or the Indian, you're certainly saying there's a matter of dispute when it comes to the Mediterranean where like Yosef and others that you make the beracha with something like the Kineret and other such uh, uh, rivers and even lakes and things of that sort. Although Shohan Aruch writes just the four, we expand that to mean any of the great and grand ones. Happens to be a debate about the Kineret. In the book Vizot Berachas, says maybe the Kineret is not so grand and special. We make a Beracha like Hacham Radiah in that situation as well. Waterfalls, we wouldn't make a Beracha. And again, the principle is with regards to lakes and rivers and things of that sort, you're making a Beracha when it is somewhat, I know it's a little subjective, but breathtaking. It's significant, it's grand, and it's great. And secondly, as Shohan Aruch, based on the Gemara and Berachot and Dafnuntet writes, it's a body of water which you're certain or somewhat certain hasn't been manipulated and brought forth by human beings. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.